Hey guys, welcome to A Bird Hunter's Thoughts, Turn Them Loose, a podcast about all things bird dogs and bird hunting. If you get a chance, go ahead and like and subscribe and share this program. Send it to a friend. Well, let's go ahead and get to today's program. Well, welcome back, my friends. Today we're going to talk about pet insurance. And um, for many years, I was not in favor of pet insurance. I think that, and I hope all the uh, vets that are listening don't get upset with me, but I think part of the reason we're having a problem now in medical insurance for humans is because of the uh, or the medical uh, costs and so on for cares because of the insurance policies we have and I just didn't want to see that happen for the dogs and pets you know I mean uh, we already pay enough money to to get them straight but but listen my vet friends <laughs> you guys are valuable I love you um, so today we're going to do a little housekeeping first and then we'll get right into uh, talking about pet insurance and the first thing is that um, I have, of course, a book, uh, Endless October. It's out now in paperback, Kindle, and the Audible edition just came out, which is exciting. Uh, I narrate the book myself, and uh, that is not what is exciting, but I think the finished product came out really well. Um, if you want to, you can go to audible.com, just type in Endless October. Uh, when I picked the title of the book, I didn't realize that nobody else had ever used Endless October, which was great for me. But type in Endless October, the Audible book will come up, and you can listen to a sample if you want to. Uh, it's about um, five minutes long, and uh, that'll give you an idea of what to expect. But I'm excited about that, and... Um, you can go ahead and uh, take a look at that book if you'd like to. The sponsor we have is uh, ESPAmerica.com, Electronic Shooters Protection.com. And uh, I have a pair. I've used them extensively now in field trials and also at the skeet range. And uh, I can tell you they're everything they said they are. And uh, if you go on their website, you can read about what they do and how that works. And I am thrilled to have been uh, able to get a set of these. They are going to protect my herring for the foreseeable future. And um, excellent product, excellent product. So ESPAmerica.com. So let's go ahead and start talking about pet insurance. I have a uh, policy uh, through Pets Best, which is the company that I used. Um, there's many, many more out there. Uh, AKC has one. The uh, uh, vet um, organization has one. Uh, and there's, there's a lot of policies out there. And they cover all different things. My policy only covers accidents my uh, I figured that I needed a policy it was basically a major medical policy if you want to look at it like that and it covers uh, anything that would be accidental in the field and that includes snake bite getting run over by a car 
barbed wire, um, you know, sticks, sticking a foot in a hole, getting attacked by another animal, that kind of thing. So they, it covers all that, and that's pretty much what I wanted coverage for. Now, they, when they break down the cost of these, they break it down into a deductible, and uh, they, uh, and then a, a coinsurance part. Um, and what I have is I have a $100 deductible, and that's an annual deductible. So let's say, for example, CAP. Um, we'll use this example of the spine in his eye he got last year in uh, New Mexico. I didn't even know about it till I got home. Uh, his eye was draining, I was draining, I'm wiping it off. We're looking at it, can't see anything, take him into my vet. My vet puts the dye in the eye and says, I'm not touching this, which is good. That was the best thing he could have said. Um, so he made me an appointment with a specialist, and lo and behold, there's only about nine or ten board-certified canine ophthalmologists in the country, and one of them lives about 35 miles from me. So in Fayetteville, Georgia. So I went over there and saw him. We've since become fast friends, but, and you'll see why in a minute. <laughs> but um, the, he took, a, he took a, uh, a look at the eye and said, in fact, something had penetrated through the cornea into the back of the eye, had not gone through the back of the eye, but, and then had, had come out. So we think it's probably a spine, and there's, believe me, there's plenty of spines in New Mexico. Everything that grows above the dirt has got a spine on it, I think. But anyway, he took a spine in the eye, and um, he had to have a lens removed. Uh, initially, the doctor went in to go ahead and replace the lens, which is basically cataract surgery, and he went in to replace the lens, and, and, and then he had a bad feeling because he could not get all the pieces out. And he said, if I'd put that new lens in over, over something that got infected, he would have lost the entire eye. So he did not do it at that time. And in fact, it was justified because he, the eye did get infected uh, after surgery because of the, uh, you know, there's some pieces left in there that he just, he just could not get out. So we cured the infection and all was copacetic. I had a, basically a... Uh, he had 2200 vision. He could see blurs. He couldn't read. see the book. He couldn't read the pages. So he was okay. But I went back in and decided to go ahead and the lens put back in. And uh, they did, to finish the job, put it back like it was. And did cataract surgery again. And uh, put a new lens in. Interestingly, this lens is focused at uh, infinity. And it has, it's good uh, sharp vision down to about five feet. Uh, when they do cataract surgery in a human, it's it's uh, exactly the same as what they took out. But in dogs, it's the same lens, but it's it's uh, blurry uh, uh, inside of five feet and then focused on infinity. So uh, it's very interesting how they do it with oil in the eye and all kinds of stuff. But that's that's subject uh, for a different podcast. But so. We did that. We went on. Time was good. And uh, one of the risks of the surgery was that he may have a retina detachment. And in fact, he did. And so we went back in and had retina surgery. So this dog has had three invasive eye surgeries in the last year and a half. Um, and and the insurance paid for all of it. Well, they, they paid their portion of it. Now, my... Um, and they paid the follow-up too. Uh, they'll pay the and they paid uh, medication and everything. I've had no problem with them at all. But 
So my policy has is a $100 deductible, and that's annually. So if the dog goes in four different times, you only pay the $100 once. Uh, and then it's 80% after that. Um, so I would pay 20%. Now, they go everywhere from uh, zero deductible to 1,000 deductible or more. And they go everywhere from 100% they'll pay down to whatever. I don't know what it is, 50%, I guess. Um, and you can get on their page and look at that. But I think that's pretty normal for all the different kinds of policies. Um, one thing I did notice is that now, okay, let's let's talk about money. The uh, When I started this, which was about five years ago, uh, I wanted it only be for accidents. I didn't want well baby visits. I didn't want cover shots or any of that kind of stuff. I figured that'd be on me. That's part of just owning a bird dog. Um, and I've got five dogs now. So I had four dogs at the time, and I insured all four of them. Um, I cannot remember what my first payment was. I went back. Uh, my annual cost a year ago was $487.30, and that's for four animals. Um, and they range everywhere from five to nine years old. Two of them are five, two of them are nine. So... Um, that was last year. This year, I just paid my annual premium, and it was uh, five fifty. So I pay semi-annually. So um, in uh, June of eighteen, my semi-annual payment was two forty-five sixty-five, and in June of nineteen, my semi-annual payment was two seventy-seven twenty-nine. And what they do is they, I think they tack on about uh, seven bucks for doing the convenience of doing that semi-annual payment. So that's, that's not bad. So I am paying now, uh, and for the next year, I'll be paying a total of $550 to cover four dogs. Um, just one case in point, I've, I've taken three dogs into the vet on accident insurance over the past five years. Cap, which is the one I just told you about, and his uh, total insurance bills uh, were in excess of $10,000, um, and they covered 80% of that. So, and that's three, that's two cataract surgery, well, three cataract surgery, well, it's two cataract surgeries and a retina reattachment surgery. So that's by a specialist. <laughs> that's, you can't, get, I just can't get any worse than that. But anyway, you know, they, no balking. At one time they did ask to, they contacted the vet directly and and ask some questions, and I have no idea what. But uh, they just they just went directly to the vet, and that held things up about a week. But that was no big deal. Um, so for five hundred and fifty dollars and fifty eight cents, these dogs are covered for the next year, um, and I think that's pretty good stuff. I've already made back my money for the last, you know, ten years. <laughs> so uh, easily. Easily last ten years, based on just one dog, and now Pearl, my uh, female little female Brit, uh, went into the doctor as well for a uh, scratch on her eye from she didn't have a penetration through the lens though, and that cost me about two or two hundred dollars from the same guy, and uh, then earlier uh, a couple of years ago in North Dakota she went in for barbed wire cuts, and was actually put to sleep and sewn up and all that kind of stuff. And uh, 
that was uh, $200. And, you know, that, they covered that as well. I was, that was covered as well. That's exactly what I got the insurance for. So, so we have already well recouped uh, 10 years or more, actually more, of uh, premiums on uh, just one dog. So uh, will that ever happen to you? Uh, no, the odds are not. If the odds were good that it was going to happen to you, then uh, there wouldn't be any insurance available, would it? So, because insurance companies wouldn't be able to make any money. But um, the way I hunt and the number of dogs I have, uh, it makes perfect sense for me. If you're if the only dog you're going to hunt is, uh, you know, you got a couple of dogs that are basically your best friends and hang with you 24-7, and all you're going to do is hunt the family farm um, or a place that you've hunted for your entire life, you know, all the dangers, et cetera, et cetera, you probably don't need this. But uh, I will hunt strange ground every year that I've never been on before. And, um, you know, the dogs are hard chargers and, you know, Lord only knows what they're going to get into. So it does cover snake bite, which I thought was pretty good. So uh, what, there are things it does not cover. Um, so I was looking at ex exclusions. Uh, and different policies cover different or exclude different things. And this is where they're going to, you really need to look at exclusions. You not only need to look at how much it's going to cost you, uh, but what is excluded. So, okay, here's this. Let me back up just a little bit. We were talking about coinsurance. You can, uh, the coinsurance is from 70 to 100%. The annual deductible is from zero to 1,000. The annual annual maximum benefit is $10,000, and I think Cap was bumping up against that. But I think we went to another year, and, and he covered this. The, the third uh, surgery he had, I think it was in the third, second year, so we had another 10000 to play with. But anyway, the per-pet lifetime maximum benefit is $20,000. So, you know, Cap's probably got, you know, seven or $8,000 left on that maximum lifetime benefit, so... If he does it again, I'm just going to have to have a one-eyed bird dog. Uh, no, not really. But <laughs> he's, he's laying right here. I'm looking at him. So uh, he got up and looked at me and left the room. So he didn't want to listen to it anymore. But anyway, okay, let's talk about exclusions. This is where you need to get into the, the nitty-gritty of your policy when you're thinking about it. Um, some exclusions that I have are uh, anything resulting from, in of course, war, civil war, invasion, rebellion. Uh, usurped power by the military. I mean, where'd they drain this stuff up? Anyway, claims for attorney's fees, uh, non-veterinary services, um, any services not performed by a licensed vet or under direct supervision of a licensed vet, pre-existing conditions, okay? If your dog's got uh, hip dysplasia, don't think you can go out and buy a policy and have them treated for hip dysplasia. Ain't gonna happen. And it shouldn't. I mean, you know, that... You know, there might be a policy out there that covers pre-existing uh, conditions, but um, I didn't see any. Uh, claims for accidental injury if they occur prior to the expiration date of the waiting period. Now, there's, there's a waiting period after you get a policy, and I think it's a couple weeks. I think it's two weeks, 14 days, I think. And on my policy, it was. So, But that's something you need to check on as well. Um, there... The, the one thing is, uh, oh, experimental th treatments and therapies, costs for training. Uh, so, I mean, <laughs> that's pretty common. 
injury to your pet by a member of your household. <laughs> Some of these are kind of funny. But um, injuries or, uh, which arise out of racing, coursing, guarding, or organized fighting of your pet. Oh, my gosh. So I asked the vet one time what is the most, when I was up in uh, North Dakota getting one of my dogs treated. I asked her, what, are the, what do you see for, what do you treat most dogs that come in, bird dogs that come in? And she said two things, barbed wire cuts, which is exactly why my dog was there, and uh, crucial ligament tears. And that got me thinking. I'd never really gave, given much thought to crucial ligament tear, probably because I've never had a dog that had it. Um, a lot of you have. So that's something that's uh, very expensive and it's a long recovery time and, and on and on and on. And I don't know if it's, uh, there's a genetic component or not. I've heard there was, but that's, that's not even the subject of what we're talking about. But um, my, this policy does not cover crucial ligament tears. It does not cover teeth cleanings, which I thought was interesting. Um, let's see, any fees... Uh, Congenitive conditions, congenital conditions, uh, patellar luxation, umbilical hernia, soft or elongated soft palate, stenotic nares, I don't even know what that is, malocclusion, mitral valve defects, you know, valve, uh, heart valve problems, and recessed vulva, ventricular septal defect, and portosystemic shunt. All that stuff sounds bad, but anyway. Some of you know exactly what that means. Uh, you can't, you do it acupressure with it. I mean, these are, this is pretty straightforward stuff because all I have is an accident policy. Um, they will do well baby stuff. They will do all that kind of stuff. But I just was strictly an accidental, um, an accident policy. They want nothing for treatment of parasites. They won't cover that. Annual exams, unless it's covered by the wellness benefit, which is the other policy I'm talking about. So, uh, there was one on here. I want to, I'm going down the list here and uh, hereditary conditions are not covered. And if you have an accidental injury prior to the expiration of the waiting period, we talked about that. So there's the waiting period you need to check on. And, uh, there's the, uh, exclusions you need to check on. And before that, you need to decide whether or not you're going to get a, a total, Insurance policy to cover everything, including nail clipping to, you know, everything, shots, all that stuff, or just an accident policy. Like I said, mine's just an accident policy. Um, it is with Pets Best. No, my policy went up from $245 every six months to $277 every six months, and that's on four pets, four dogs, uh, ages, uh, two of them are aged five and two of them are aged nine. So, and I think as they get older, that premium increases. Now, what I can do is I can go in there and I can say, okay, I've got a $100 deductible. I can increase that to $500 if I truly consider this a, a, like a major medical accident policy. That might be what you want to do. And you don't need to have them pay 80% either. I mean, you could have them pay 75%. So, you know, I, I've already experienced the best case scenario for having insurance, and that is my dog with his eye problem. That's the best case scenario. It's expensive. It involves, uh, you know, a, a specialist. 
and he had three surgeries. I mean, how much worse can you get than that? But um, and I shouldn't have said that because you get a lot worse than that, actually. But but I've already experienced a very expensive uh, accident, and this this policy covered it, and I was thoroughly pleased. And so, and, interestingly, uh, when I for paperwork, all you do is you file online. I've never talked to anybody there except when I made my annual, you know, call to them to sign up. But you take pictures of the receipt and your payment credit card or whatever and you just go to the page and uh, online and load them send them in it's a piece of cake when i was in north dakota and uh, pearl was getting sewn up uh 200 visit we made up there interestingly they gave me the paperwork and my wife drove the car and as we were driving back to our our, our motel uh to get to go out and go hunt again with the remaining dogs I just sat there with my lap and my phone and just took pictures and went on the website and loaded it. It took about, you know, 15 miles or 20 miles maybe of driving across North Dakota to file the claim. And that claim was in my checking account before I got back home. You know, uh, it was the next week. So uh, it takes about a week and they'll, they put it right in your checking account. That's pretty interesting. So I'm not saying this is special to Pets Best, but I am saying this, this is what I had here at and my policy, and, and I'm sure that because of the competition in the industry, that, that it's that way probably in all of them, but uh, you'll have to check. So this is one of those things, if you put it on the Facebook page, do you think we should do a uh, insurance policy for my pet? I mean, that's kind of like asking what kind of dog food do you feed, right? You're going to get 500 different comments and and then pretty soon the Nazis are going to come out and they're going to start berating you for using kibble instead of all raw and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, the pet health insurance policy, I am a believer in it and I will have it um, because of my particular situation. And you have to analyze whether or not your situation is going to be worth it. Um, so those are the details on that situation. I appreciate you listening today. Don't forget to uh, give my book uh, a look and uh, don't forget to visit espamerica.com thank you